Hello and welcome back to the Ben Mark Photography Podcast. This week we're going to be talking with someone who I literally have just shot with, um, Olivia. So how are you, Olivia? Good, are we going you. with Liv or Olivia? I, no one call, I mean, my name is Olivia, but no one calls me Olivia. I felt like I was in trouble there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even better, right. So we'll go with Liv for the rest of this. Um, so how are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. I really enjoyed our shoot on Friday and um, it's, good, it's good to be on here. It's exciting. Good, good. So I'm going to delve right into this. And um, so you're, you know, obviously we've worked together a couple of times now. You're, you did it for your business. Um, and I guess part of it, when you when you signed up to do the regular shoots what was your other than the, the fact of getting content what was the what was probably the thing that swayed you into doing it i'm too awkward to take a selfie but i was struggling to find pictures of myself to post enough to engage with my audience and send out a message um and i'm not someone that has ever really taken selfies or known how to take pictures so therefore it's like the best thing to do to kind of get properly done photos and just save me a massive job i can focus on the content and focus on my career as a coach and worry less about the photos. Okay. And was there any personal things inside of that as well? Yeah, I think I think if I want to, so when I signed up with you, I was, I had a really tough year with COVID and other things, and I, I was the heaviest I'd ever been, and I was feeling quite rubbish in my skin. I think part of me just wanted to feel good because I was struggling, I was feeling so insecure, I didn't really want to take photos myself as well, so that was quite a big driver. Yeah, and so you've obviously, we've worked together a couple of times now. How have you kind of found the the process and what has it allowed you to see, well, do for your business and also see for yourself? Um, in terms of business, massive. It's, it's, I think it gives me an authority and it gives me, it kind of um, just automatically gives it more professional, automatically shows that I kind of put more into my business and invest more as well. Um, I think in terms of my um, own confidence, it's massive because I've never been someone that's been confident from the camera. Um, and I think you taught me how to pose, how to kind of smile, how to engage, and that has come across, I think, in, in just even like talking to clients and check-ins and sort of that transferable skin at the scale of being confident on the camera has that definitely come across. And I think I'm just more confident in myself. I mean, you said it yourself, like when we first met, I would not have done that when you confident she So it's, yeah, I've definitely come a long way with it. Good. So we've done a couple of lifestyle shoots just outdoors. We've pushed you a little bit more. Obviously, you've been on your own journey with what you've done and then the body confidence shoot for you. So I dropped the ball saying that we're doing a confidence shoot because I think it's what you need as much as you probably don't want to. Talk me through, like, if you're okay to tell us a little bit or, or as much as you can about, like, you and then why this body confidence shoot was a big deal. Yeah, so my journey, I was always the fat kid. So I'm a twin and I was always the fat twin. I got really badly bullied at school um, because I was always overweight. I was like, well, probably actually, I probably was heavier than I, than I was at Christmas um, when I was like 14, 15, really badly bullied. Um, I started dieting at the age of 14 um, and that spiraled quite quickly into anorexia. And I went the exact up, up, other way, lost like five stone in a few months um, and went from being this quite insecure woman who was a uh, child rather, who was incredibly overweight, being a very, very ill um, woman struggling with anorexia. And I struggled with anorexia for a good six years on and off, multiple hospital admissions. I was told I was going to die several times. I was told I was never going to get better several times. Um, and I think I believed it. I really didn't have any confidence in myself. And it was in my first year at uni, I kind of thought like, who's the male to be allowed to go? Um, they were going to kick me out because I was too, 
be on the way into ill. Um, I'd worked so hard to get to uni, I kind of turned around and said, no, I'm actually going to do this. I, I want to change my life. I was diagnosed with um, osteoporosis um, from the anorexia because I hadn't had a period in five years and my health was down the drain. And someone said to me, the only way to kind of get your health back in touch is to A, gain weight, get your period back, and B, weight the next day, get your bones back. <laughs> I was told at like 18 that I had the bones of like an 80 year old, which is not really what you want to hear. No. Um, so I started going to the gym, started lifting weights, and it gave me a reason to eat and it gave me a reason to kind of recover. And I'd gone from doing like very excessive exercise where I was doing half marathons in the morning and going back to bed pretending I hadn't done anything, so I wasn't allowed to exercise, to suddenly finding a passion and love for it. And I started the gym, started lifting, put on the weight, um, recovered finally. Um, yeah, found a real love for it. Did my PT qualification alongside my degree. Um, started coaching people, helping people. Um, and then the second I finished uni, I uh, completed a powerlifting team at university. Um, and I've completed a few times since. So my journey's kind of gone from being really, really overweight and hating exercise to being really, really underweight and having a terrible exercise addiction um, to kind of a place where I train for strength. I don't really train for my physique. Um, and yeah, so I've, I've been every shape and size, so it's been a bit of a journey. So for me, it's, I've said this many times, I've, I've, I struggle looking at myself in the mirror because I don't always recognise myself. Like, I, I've changed so many times in so many different ways that I think the body confidence issue was a massive test because I, I don't think, I don't think I've really stopped and looked at myself like that, ever, probably. And so I know obviously when we shot, like I showed you a couple of photos at the end of it where you've got the figure of what I think from my own experience, most females would look at and go, wow, I'd love to have that. How, tell me about that emotion of seeing that. It's weird and I think I'm probably the same and I, I'm very aware of it because obviously I spend all day talking to women about this, but I am very self-critical and I am probably my worst nightmare in that I do look at those photos and there's always that voice in the back of my head that says, oh, well, you could do this and you could do this and you could be better here. But it was actually really interesting because I think it was the first time that I did look at myself and I did go, actually, no, I have come a long way. And like I said, you know, I was told I wouldn't be here at this sort of age. I didn't think I'd make it to 24. So, you know, I definitely didn't think I'd make it to 24 and be a person, you know, have a great relationship with food and her body. So, yeah, I've come a long way. And I think it was really weird and a bit overwhelming seeing myself like that. But it was also, I was quite proud of myself, which is something that I definitely haven't felt a lot. So, yeah. That's awesome. And so, you know, from obviously you've gone from being at your, I say like lowest or smallest, to then obviously going to being at your biggest and then you've found this place where hopefully you're, like, like I said on the shoot, you're in that perfect place of, okay, you know what it now takes and you're in control of being able to look a bit leaner without it going over the top. And then, but you're also in control of it that if you wanted to just go back to more strength-based stuff and put your food up, you're comfortable with that. How has that helped you with being able to help your clients? So I was saying this to someone the other day, is I personally, you know, I've now helped, I've been eating in person for six years, I've been online full-time for two years, you know, I've helped out hundreds, hundreds and hundreds of people, but I've never actually successfully dieted myself. So every time I've dieted, it's either spiraled into eating or it's spiraled into starving myself and going too far the other way. This was the first time that I actually experienced a normal diet and I think for a long time after I recovered I was too scared to diet because I just was worried that it would go back the other way 
Um, this is the first successful diet I've ever done, which it was only a six week like cut. It wasn't anything dramatic, but it gave me a much better understanding of what it's like to diet and what it's like to diet in the proper ways. And it kind of reminded me of all these things. It gave me a first hand experience of like what my clients go through because I, I know on paper what a diet's like, and I've obviously have done diets, but again, it was quite interesting to be able to do it properly and learn, learn what they can do. Do you feel like now that you've done it and you've experienced it like would you feel comfortable this isn't me just pushing you because i want you to get even lean it's not not the point of this but like do you now feel in a place for yourself that you could control that diet to a place where like you put on a lot of muscle like you said you, you do a lot of strength training obviously i know a lot of people then go right do i diet down as lean as i can just to see purely how much muscle i've got just out of interest not out of like i need to be lean um but then also like being the fact that you have that great relationship with food now is that you know that you can push it up and go, right, I want to get strong as hell and I want to get as muscular as possible, you know, because of it, if, whichever way you want it to go. What's that done for your confidence? Massive, like massively. I think it just gives me, yeah, confidence in myself that I didn't realise I was lacking. Because like you said, like I'm quite a confident person, but I obviously am not in some ways. And I think it's just, it has taught me that, yeah, you're right. If I, if I wanted to do a photo shoot where I shredded to the bone I, I probably think that but I, th I know I could now and I know I could in, in a healthy manner and probably know where to stop um, I don't think you know how I don't think you know how positive that sentence just was yeah very true that's probably, probably yeah. the very first time that you've said those words yeah yeah well there we go there we go that's the confidence right there then it's meant so. that's awesome and so um obviously Jazz was there as well. I know that you two know each other very well. The drive home, how was it? What was it? What were you talking about out of interest? Yeah, we were talking about the shoots and kind of, because she's seen me probably, uh, she's not seen me when I was physically my illest, but she's seen me in some really difficult places with food and body and my exercise. So I think she was, she said herself, like she did, she just lived a year ago, lived six months ago, wouldn't have done that, um, which I think she was, Almost probably a bit surpri more surprised than I, I was that I'd actually done it. So that was quite interesting. But yeah. And so obviously you impact a lot of people. You've worked with a lot of people. Like from the journey you've gone on with these photo shoots and also your own personal journey, what's the biggest thing that you've taken away from every bit of this that you fundamentally want to help people with? I think just that you are more in control of yourself than you think. I think a lot of us don't realise how much we can just take charge of our thought patterns and beliefs. And, you know, I've, I mean, I struggle with my body and hating my body my whole life, my whole life. So it's not like it's, I've always been someone that's um, just loved exercise or loved food or loved, you know, being fit. I'm definitely not that person. And I think a lot of people look at people on Instagram and they look at these girls that look in the shape they want to look like and they think that's so far away from where they are. Whereas in reality, it's only six months to a year from where you are. And there's, you know, you can take a lot of control back from your own health. And, okay, right, let's change it up a little bit. Let's push, because you know I like to dig deep with these things. <laughs> what's, what's next for Liv? Like, I'm not just uh, talking like what you're doing later on tonight. <laughs> like, what's the big next thing for you? Do you know what? So again, I've never had a, I've never had an aesthetic goal. I've only ever, the, the only time I've ever had a goal is with powerlifting. So it's always been just physically on what I can do. It's got nothing to do with how I look. 
and I, I did actually really enjoy having an anesthetic focus and like I said I obviously have learned an awful lot from it so potentially some sort of aesthetic focus would be the next goal I'm not sure I want to step on stage I don't think that's for me I don't think I cannot see myself prancing around in heels posing that's just I don't think that's me but I think yeah potentially seeing how shredded I can get or potentially kind of pushing the boat and seeing what I can do I think would be a really interesting goal how, how the thought of it now what, what are you thinking damn I miss food already <laughs> yeah well the thing is because I'm really active and because I you know I've been building muscle for ages and I do train hard like I my calories never drop very low and I I, I think for the little um, shoot we just did I, I lost about five kilos in about six weeks which is obviously a good sort of speed but I you know my calories are still very high for a girl whereas obviously I'm aware that they will get low and I think I think that does bring some challenges because I I think I remember I remember what it's like to be that shredded I remember what it's like to be so lean that your brain's not working in a slog you know I lived that for years and years and years I remember what it's like standing up and fainting every time and I, I know that feeling and there is a big part of me that's scared to feel like that again because I know how rubbish it is but part of me kind of wants to embrace that and show that I can do that without it becoming an issue and I can do it for the right reasons it's for the right sort of I think also it's, it's being able to do it when you're in like I think you would probably admit that you probably wasn't in control of it before yeah. Whereas, like, that's why I've always explained to you, I said, like, I don't want you, like, when I said to you about the body confidence thing, it wasn't that I want to really throw you under the bus and go, right, you struggled with this before, let's see how strong you are. But yeah. in some ways, if you looked at it like that, even though you only did six, seven weeks of whatever it was, that's given you an immense amount of strength in yourself. Yeah. And like I said, like, obviously, I went on to go and tell you about the client that, you know and I'll share this story that there was a girl that came and worked with me after seeing me working with you who had been in a very bad place um obviously I won't go into any details but she'd had a really bad thing happen to her and she booked a shoot because she saw you had done it and she went actually you know what like I want to see how that feels and then she's then seen what you've done and she had a similar thing where she'd never dieted for the right reason she'd dieted because someone else told her or someone else bullied her or she just believed she wasn't good enough and I said to her I said you know what you'll give yourself the immense amount of strength to just believe in yourself and just control it and just see what you're capable of doing without tearing yourself off one without like kind of you know throwing your dolls out of the pram just going I'm in control there's no problem I'm doing this to learn about myself to make myself stronger and she's completely changed her life you know she's 10 kilos down she did a comp like she pretty much was stood in front of me half naked much like you were and it's raw it's that emotion of just that feeling that kind of you know this is me and I can do it and I think once you get that I can do you can see in yourself like if I said to you when we first meet you'd be doing a half naked shoot you would have said no like you would have just said no I can't do that but now you're saying actually like I'd like to see if I can do it it will it will probably bring up some bits that we'll have to deal with but I think it's actually that can be the way you find the strength and you go, no, I know how bad it was, so I won't take it that far, but I'll control it. And if it gets too much, I'll give myself a bit more time. But also you don't want to then give yourself too much time. You want to be able to go, no, okay, I'm in control. Take a breath. Let's carry on. Everything's okay. I'm in control of all of this lot. And you learn so much about yourself. But I think as a, as a coach and as someone that's pushing their clients to achieve confidence, the one thing that I've come to learn is from doing group shoots is that like I had five girls turn up on the day afterwards and every single one of them had a completely different story. One of them had had two kids, one of them had had four kids and was into her like 
I think she was in her 50s. The other one was like 32, 34, whatever she was. One of them was 25 or 20, 21, and she'd, you know, barely, <laughs> barely left home yet, you know, and she was kind of doing it for different reasons. And as a coach or as someone who's trying to inspire people to do more, the strength in knowing that you can overcome these things, not only when you share that story, gives your clients so much confidence in the fact of who you are as a coach but they also know that when it does get tough that you can push them and go you're okay you've got control of this you just need to see that big picture like you focused on the big picture and look what it's done for you Mm. yeah that's a really good point I think it's the type of stuff I say to clients but you're right now I can kind of back it up with my own evidence and back it up with my own sort of like yeah evidence that I've done it myself so yeah it definitely I have to admit I, I was I was quite nervous after our shoot I was worried if I, I always get a little bit worried when I push people because there's always that thing of the last thing I want to do is cause something awful yeah. where you're like hang on like you've you've screwed me back up here and luckily I've never had that and everyone's understood it um but yeah it always does worry me a little bit because I know how much it takes to go through all of that stuff like you know, I had mild bouts of anxiety and worry and stress and I was overweight myself and bullied for it. So I understand what it feels like to be like that. But I never, I just thought people were arseholes. I didn't think it was like anything wrong with myself. Yeah. Um, but obviously when people do take it wrong on themselves, I can then understand that why that compounds, you know, all of a sudden and everything kind of caves in with it. If someone else, let's say, was in your shoes two years ago, five years ago, whatever what would you say to them? What would be your message? Um, oh, that's such a good question. Um, what would be my message? Um, that you're not alone and that there's always someone that can help, whether that is you know, a professional or a coach or just a friend or family. Like, don't, don't think you're alone with anything. I think a lot of us isolate ourselves and think we're the only ones going through something, whereas there's always someone that can help. Um, and I think mostly just, yeah, being believing in yourself because there was a long time where I I think everyone around me was telling me that I was anorexic and everyone around me was telling me that I was the anorexic one and I was always you know everyone around me was telling me I was going to die from it and I did believe that and it wasn't until I changed my own view and realized that I didn't have to let it defeat me and I could take charge and I didn't have to kind of just do what everyone said around me I don't think that I think that's when things changed I, I do think like your self-belief is is huge and it doesn't mean that you need to if we could go back again, how would you describe live two years ago? Uh, very unsure, very uh, just a massive overthinker. She says very slowly what she's overthinking. <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> overthinker, very, very insecure and very doubtful of her own abilities i think i don't i didn't think i could i i was kind of pushed online um something happened and i had to change kind of my career path from being an in-person pt and i kind of the only other option was online so i was kind of pushed into it and it was the best decision i've made it's like the best thing but when i started i didn't think i could do it i didn't think i could be an online coach i didn't think i had what it takes so yeah i think a lot of self-doubt definitely and as of today how would you describe yourself I am a lot more confident. I am definitely a lot more self-assured. I think often I still don't quite believe I can do what I want to do, but I always think that I will give it a go and I will do my best and it will hopefully normally work out. Um, I think there's still room, there's still room for improvement with the sort of self-assuredness, but I think 
overall, I think I've shown myself so many times that I can do things I didn't think I could do. So yeah, a lot more confident and a lot more um, self-assured, yeah. Good. Where's that? There's that smile. That's yeah. what we want. There's, n- there's never been a, a never been any problem with getting you to smile. Um, uh, sassy looks that I can't do, isn't it? I was look uh, yeah. It's just I just can't do sassy. I just okay. Let, let's 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 go into that because a lot of people struggle with this. You're looking at that sassy look in you, and I was telling you it looks great. So is Jazz. Mm. You're looking at yourself going. Now, like I said to you, you've never stuck a mirror on someone's head and gone, "Oh, this is what I look like when I'm in the zone, <laughs> when I'm in the mood." If now we showed that people that that photo to twenty people, thirty people, and they went, "Oh my God, she looks incredible," how does that make you feel? Even though you're saying you struggle with that comfort, that sassy look. Yeah, I mean, it does make you feel good. It's it's always nice to hear, isn't it? It's, yeah. How does that make you feel properly inside? Yeah, true. I think you're right. Maybe <laughs> you are right. Like always, Ben, you are correct with these sort of things. I think I am, um, yeah, I, I think I'm more comfortable being smiley and therefore that's what I want to portray to people. So therefore, smiley is my comfort zone. Smiley is my kind of go-to. Whereas that sort of sassy look is so out of my comfort zone. And I think that's why it's uncomfortable. So you're right, but, if someone's that good for doing it, then yeah. So now you've done it and like, don't get me wrong, everyone has that side of them you know, you have that side of you when you want to, or probably when there's a couple of bottles of wine around. <laughs> but now you've seen that and you can use that in a confident way. You know, that that, that person that I saw at the end of that photo that I showed you, the one where you said you, <laughs> your self-admittance of I look confused. <laughs> because you see yourself looking like that, to me, as I look at that, and I, like I said to you on the shoot, you look confident, you look strong, you look bold, like you look like someone who is in control. Is that why it's weird? Because you've not seen yourself being so in control of yourself? Yeah, actually, that's, that's probably the nail. That's probably hit the nail on the head, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so it shows that you can do it. Yeah, also very true. Also very true. I think we all see ourselves in different ways to how other people see ourselves, which obviously is like you were saying, you, you, you don't see yourself how other people see you. And I think the live that I see and the live that I know is not someone that looks strong and powerful and confident. So you're right. I think from that photo, that is obviously the live that was shining through. So. Uh, I'm interested. I'm going to wait for you to text me later on and say, I've had a look at that photo and well, I just, it's taken me about 10 minutes to actually understand it. And that's actually there. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a couple of quick questions and then we'll wrap it up. Um, what does Benmark photography mean to you? Uh, pushing you out of your comfort zone, but in in a in a good way that a lot I think a lot of people need to be pushed in that way. Anything else? Um, I think just I think you're just a very very inspiring person, and you do have a good way of like you said, pushing people where they need to be where they need to be I think that kind of inspiration is more than just like you're not just a photographer, you're someone that generally cares and wants to see people and get the best from them. And that obviously comes across in the photos, but I think every single person that you probably don't say in that you take away a lot more than just the photos. I'll take that. And you've already said about your message for people that were there and been there. You've got your clients, you've got people that hear this in the future. Um, if you can 
sum up a little bit of your journey if you can help inspire someone else what would you say your health is everything your health and your mental health are everything and I don't think you can ever put too much time or energy into working yourself as a person I think all of us whether that is our physical or is our mental or is the way we look at ourselves like I don't think I think you're the best investment you'll ever make and that's not necessarily even financial I mean just focus on yourself focus on growing yourself as a person um in every sort of way and definitely look after your health I think you'll be one. good right thank you very much for your time it's um and honestly like this is just from me um since i met you and since i've seen your journey and what you've gone through and the fact that you're inspiring other people you don't even realize well done oh, thanks. <laughs> and, and, and honestly and keep going with it because obviously the, the world needs more people like you thank you and vice versa so right have a good day and I will talk to you again. Oh, actually, how do they find you if they want to check you out? Uh, so yeah, I'm at live underscore coach on Instagram. Um, and that, I've also got a podcast myself. You can find it there. And ben, I've got a lovely episode of Ben on there. So go and listen to you that have, well. You have. I'll make sure it's all put in the details below. No, thank you very much for your time. And uh, have a good rest of your day.